0: Welcome to Triumph, this is a show about God's healing and mercy uh, for those people who have an abortion experience in their past, and um, the Lord helps us to sort of navigate the, the stormy waters of post-abortion stress and post-abortion syndrome, and uh, my name's Tim Welsh. I am uh, joined by my lovely wife of 44 years. Hello. We're going to celebrate that anniversary just real soon, aren't we? Yes,
1: we are.
0: Doesn't seem like it's been that long. No, it
1: doesn't. Seems <laughs> just, like yesterday. <laughs> it does seem like
0: yesterday. You're listening to us. Am I convincing us? anyone? Oh, yeah. Well, let, no, let's, shall we try to just talk over each other this whole time okay. you want to? Okay, I'll be quiet. That'll be fun. No, I mean, you know, just people can. it'll give people a, a sense of... Of how our life is generally. <laughs> oh, we really are. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-four years. It it just we finish each other's sentences, et cetera. Um, Saint Gabriel Radio. That's where you. That's where we're. Yes. We're. You're on here today. So, I thought today. You know, we we uh visited uh, uh men and abortion long time ago. I don't know how long we've yeah, been doing it. this. Yeah, it's been a while. Been yeah. doing this for two or three years and. And it just seems like we might want to revisit that in in the context of where we are today, and and how there is a renewed sort of accountability for um, activity out of marriage.
1: Yes, let's hope
0: so. I and I I really just think you know th- th- just statistically you know let's let's walk through some of the stuff, and then I I think uh, really fun thing might be to talk about how a woman feels about how a man feels. Does okay. that make sense? <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> that sounds very straightforward. That sounds
0: kind of weird. Anyway, so what I'm thinking is, is um, what, I, what I think about is a, a couple of things. One is that, generally speaking, when a man impregnates a woman who is not his wife, And, you know, whether it's a teenager, you know, we're, we're, we know a teenager right now that has just had her second child at age, what, 23 or something. Yeah, she's not a teenager, but she was. She had her first child at 15.
1: 15. Mm -hmm.
0: And by and large, and and both of the fathers of those children have just vamoosed. Yes. They took off. Right. And that is not an uncommon thing.
1: Right. Well, the. In the first instance, the the boy was fourteen.
0: Yeah, the young man was fourteen and probably scared young to man. death. Yeah, and mm-hmm. well, yeah, the boy, I guess, um, probably scared to death. Didn't have any idea what to do, and uh, the the guy now that gave birth, to, the that is the father of the second child, probably did know what he was doing. Yeah. Um, he was more of an adult and a little more mature, but. But the fact is that, by and large, once a boy finds out that his girlfriend is pregnant, he it, he kind of freaks out, and and rightly so. Right. But then he does what is not rightly so, and that is just abandon the woman. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the second thing that that occurs to me is that, and and, and statistically, that's that's just uh, in. Incredibly valid but the second thing that occurs to me is that men are able And we talked about this the first time we talked um, that men are able to sort of compartmentalize things mm-hmm. they're able to sort of put things in a box and put them in the side of their brain uh, and not pay attention to them for a while yes until they come back up until yeah. someone opens the box for them or until they open the box themselves mm-hmm. uh, women aren't able to really do that, I don't think. And by the way, I'm not a psychiatrist or anything of the sort. Of. Yes, that's <laughs> I true. I have no I, I, I did stay on a holiday no I didn't stay on a holiday no, you I stayed not. at home. Yeah. Um
1: But yeah, women's brains are they're all everything's connected, everything's wired together. Um and guys do have that ability to kind of I'm gonna put this in this box.
0: So so let me um, just ask you. You've you've experienced experienced a teenage pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You also experienced an abortion with me. Yes. And I just am curious as to how you felt about about how the man reacted in each of those cases. I mean, what what was the? I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, tear off scab or anything like that, but.
1: How did I feel about the man's reaction?
0: Yeah, I mean, what was the? I mean, the man's reaction was the man's reaction. Correct. And it was abandonment in both cases. Correct. One more so than other, I think. But, but yeah. what? What was that like?
1: Um, wow! Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> no, um, it's a. It's it's one of those feelings that just never kind of goes away it's one of those feelings that um is it's it's a trigger for me um just you know talking about it because I get that feeling in my stomach kind of sick to my stomach actually um it's it's a very it's just a very scary place to be because Um, it's easy for a guy to walk away. Maybe not easy, but in the terms of physically walking away, a woman can't walk away. A woman's, I don't want to say stuck, but you are. Um, so you're, you're in it and you have to then make the decisions. You have to be the mature one. You have to grow up immediately. Mm Mm-hmm. Um for me it was never like I and as a with a teenage pregnancy my parents were making decisions for me and to to a point. Um and then you know, then it was up to me. But I was sixteen, so I'm making decisions that an adult would normally make. Um maybe with the help of a loved one or something Um, for me that wasn't the case Um, it was more me just making those decisions um, with the help of you know um, people i was living with or acquaintances i'd made when i lived in columbus Uh, the attorney the doctors people that really didn't have my best interest at heart or didn't really i mean they liked me okay but it wasn't like a parent parental love or um love that you thought you had with someone and then it's just a total um just a total abandonment so but i I understand it. I get it. you know I, we talk about this fourteen year old kid I mean, I get it. what fourteen you're not really you don't have your your world views all figured out, you know, and I understand that um, but there's still that that feeling there's still that um feeling of abandonment and you know, just making very grown-up decisions. Sure.
0: So we we um, have talked about this before, and one of the big revelations for me when we've gone through the the healing process uh, or, you know, the, the sort of counseling process of the abortion experience that you and I share, um, and by the way, I don't, I, I want to acknowledge, I I don't feel like I share that experience. I mean, I don't have the same experience that you did. No,
1: absolutely. It,
0: it Even just physically. Right. I mean, as you described the process and everything, I didn't, I wasn't there. Right. And and even if I was there in the building, I wouldn't have experienced what you experienced. Yeah, absolutely. The invasive nature of it and all that stuff. Correct. You know, Um but again, the vast majority of relationships end within six months of the abortion mm-hmm. experience. I mean, the, the, far and away, the vast majority of them do. And I just wonder, you know when you the the big revelation for me was that you know I just when you told me you were pregnant and you told me you were going to have an abortion, I immediately did what I thought was the right thing, mm-hmm. and that was dear, I'll support you in anything you do. If you wanna, if that's what you wanna do, just do it. And I, not in a million years would I have ever thought that was abandonment. But, and, and you know, besides the point that I left the next day on vacation and was not even around. Yeah. But I didn't, I, what I think you, what did you really wanna hear? I mean I think I know what you really wanted to hear but I was wrong the first time I probably be wrong the second time so, <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't
1: I don't know I I was so dead set because of my prior experience that I I didn't think you you hadn't been through that before you hadn't been through what I had been through so there was no way that you were going to have a valid kind of opinion of it. But, you know, we never, we never talked about it. We never, there were, you know, we didn't get out a piece of paper and go through the pros and cons of it. But there weren't, there weren't any, I mean, nobody talked about the pros and cons either. The cons, nobody talked about it. You know, it was very, this is just, no big deal, we'll just take care of this and and you'll go off skipping away and it'll be the best thing. So I don't know that I was open to what you had to say about it. Um, I've thought about it since then and I, I don't know. I don't know if you would have said, okay, no, that's wrong, we're not doing that you know whatever we have to do what do we talk you know to our parents that'll that'll be like life changing but not deadly
0: <laughs> yeah
1: but i mean knowing what i know now it's an easy answer yeah just hey we can we can do this um But that's, that's easy. That's hindsight. That's, that's easy to look back and go, oh, if we would have done this, yeah, it would have been much better, but, um, it's hard to say.
0: So, um, and it's hard for me to say too. I, I, I know what you're saying because I, I don't, um, I, you know, I was young and stupid as well. I mean, I, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I wasn't very mature at the time either, but I just, I, 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 even looking back like if you were to if you were to advise men right now or young boys what would you have them say when their girlfriend says i'm pregnant and i'm going to get an abortion i mean i know outside of the pro life you know we know right, right. we know what's involved here but outside of just being pro life and wanting to have a child come into this world Healthy and, and alive and all that. Um, what what do you think would matter? What what do you think? There's
1: there's options. There's other things, there's other ways. Yeah, this is this is gonna be painful, but it's the scab will heal. Everyone'll it'll it'll be okay. There's hope um at least have a discussion um about it i guess just that just talking about it talking it through um and you know the the result may be the same but at least um talking about it but who's who's that mature at 15, 16, 17 to, you know, let's have a conversation about this. And, you know, who does that, but, but uh, just leaving, um, but not forcing your, um, for a guy not to force his opinion or what he wants. It has to be a conversation. It can't be one sided. And that's, that's where I. That's where I made my mistake. I think.
0: Yeah, I don't. I. I. I don't want to revisit the qualifications of that, but I. I do. Uh, I do appreciate. It. I've got a couple other comments I want to make. You're listening to. To uh, triumph on Saint Gabriel Radio. This is a show. It's a conversation between two people who have experienced abortion together, and who are still together, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> really. Um
1: most people don't last. <laughs> most
0: people don't last and uh, praise God we've lasted 44 years as of just a few days from now. So um I do wonder about well so so we have a couple of instances of children that we know of who were born to our daughters out of wedlock. Correct. Right. So so one of which was the 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 two great stories that i and I'll, I'll make them short but i remember sitting at my desk uh called me and she was clearly beating around the bush so she was clearly just saying you yeah, know what's mm-hmm. going on dad and you know this is not this is not her way and i finally said what what in the world is going on and she said well i'm pregnant and I started laughing out loud. I actually, I think I offended her a little bit. Um, but at that time, I was running a pregnancy center, mm-hmm. and and I I said to her, and she goes, "Dad, what's so funny?" And I said, "You you know what I do for a living, right? I mean, you know that I deal with this every single day. More, you know, more than once, like maybe twenty-five or thirty times a day." Anyway, so and then the other one, we did not, you know, once once you know, you and I talked about telling our children about, or you telling our children about your abortion experience. And I remember sitting on the couch and uh, deciding we want to do that. And you, you procrastinated and procrastinated as we all would do. And you got to be the point where we were, we were, uh, you were going to share your story at a banquet. And we got just a couple of days away from that. And you, you really had to call people before they would hear yes. it from somebody else. Yeah, and or you called our other daughter and said, and said, um, and she said to you, since you're sharing that, let me share this. And and she shared that she had a child, and she had uh, um, uh, created an adoption plan for the child. And I think he's six years old now, maybe mm-hmm. six yeah. or seven years mm-hmm. old we never would have known that had we not had that conversation right so i also think just briefly and then you can sort of chime in here i also think you know i i ascribe to there, there was this great um uh football coach by the name of hank stram he won one super bowl i think with the kansas city chiefs one of the early ones like one of the first five super bowls and he always said there are only three motivators in this world one is a religious conviction another is financial gain and the other is fear and if we've talked about this a little bit off and on over the years that you know when things get bad enough when you're afraid enough you're going to do something (laughs) you know whether that's good or bad is is kind of a different matter but but that conversation—if you're scared enough and if you need help enough—you might be willing to have that conversation with yeah. somebody yeah. when you find out you're pregnant. So why don't you? What do you think?
1: Um, yeah, I I think that's um, that's good advice. I think, as scary as that is, and and we've all been in those situations, haven't we? When we've had to tell somebody something, maybe that we weren't especially proud of. Um, But yeah, having that conversation and and while you were talking, I was thinking um, that, I don't wanna give advice as don't do this, but I guess my advice for young men would be don't accuse your girlfriend or whatever, or your wife, because, women that are married have abortions too, that maybe she's sleeping around or are you sure that's mine? Or, you know, cause those words come out of people's mouths and, and that right there is the road to abandonment right there. You know, that, um, you know, people saying those kind of things, um, really damage people's psyches and their relationships and um, that's, those are, yeah, those are, those are, those are words that hurt.
0: So with, as regards um, the sort of healing journey, if you will, and, and again, I don't, I don't like using the word healing because I, but I, I just can never think of a better word. Yeah, you know that journey toward toward uh, more equilibrium, I guess, um, after an abortion experience. Um, do do all does uh, to what extent do those things, like, you know, all of the terrible feelings in the pit of your stomach about abandonment, all you know, not wanting to think about certain situations because it just makes you feel anxious and, and maybe even a little freaked out. Um, To what extent did that, were were those um, impediments to that, to that process, to that journey? Or do you just give those away? I mean, do you ultimately just give those away?
1: Give away the, the triggers. Yes. 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 You ultimately do that, but, you have to recognize what they are first and uh, be willing to look at them it's it's not really i mean for me i spent many years thinking that there was nothing wrong with me because i that's what i was told that's what i believe that's i didn't i didn't let myself think about Anything. I just, and I've said this before, I just, I'm just going to live my life. This is the way it is. These things happen. People have bad things happen to them all the time. And they do just fine. So I'm just going to live my life. And then it'll be over one day. And I don't need to address this because nobody nobody's shouting it from the rooftops that there's, that there's issues that there's reason for pain or guilt or shame from having an abortion. Nobody, nobody says that. So you just, you just keep it inside. Just keep it in there in a tight little bundle.
0: Yeah. And you know, I, um, um, I, I had a revelation on the way up here. We 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 were, we were talking on the way we were specifically talking about playing outside and dogs just running all over the place. And we were, we were specifically talking about stepping in dog (laughs) doo-doo, you know, I mean, because, because we all step in that. We all have at one point. And, you know, the first thing you do is you try to, you try to rub it off on the grass and, and, you know, that, that gets some of it away, but it doesn't get all of it away. And then you know, if you've got enough on the bottom of your shoes, you 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 walk over to the curb and try to sort of squeegee it off with with that. And if you can't get that, if you can't get it all off, then you you sit down the curb and find a stick and try to scrape it off the little crevices in your. You I hope know, everyone's having converse lunch shoes. or something right. Now. Uh, no, Dinner. it's just. But but I, I as we were talking about that, it just occurred to me that's very much like like going through uh, whether it's alcoholics uh, you know recovery or whether it's recovery from an abortion experience or whatever you know you just kind of you you try to get rid of it on your own first right and then then you go someplace and get a little bit of help and you you sort of scrape it off on the curb and then (laughs) uh, but then at some point you got to poke it with a stick right (laughs) I mean you got to get you gotta I mean this sounds weird but but you know welcome to my world i i I just think that all of which is rather painful and and it all stinks right, <laughs> right. but it it's i think it's an apt um sort of caricature of what you go through i mean because yeah. and and one then goes through yeah. that one goes through right yeah that and then ultimately, we said, uh, you know. Uh, by the way, if you can't get it all, you take the shoes off, let them dry, so you can bang them off on the, you know, <laughs> bang the stuff out that way. But um, it it seems to me like that's kind of a process that you go through when you're sort of recovering from almost anything. Yeah, yeah. Any tra- any any
1: therapy. Yeah, any trauma then the through therapy and all that.
0: But I do, as I as as we have walked through this, and we. You know this to be true, or at least I hope you do. And I and I think men needs to, need to hear this too. You know that that the fact that you have gone through what you have gone through in your life creates a great deal of admiration in my mind for you, having gone through that. It's um, I know it hasn't been easy, and I and I think men have to hear this notion that you need to support the woman in your life and yeah. you need to help her um, walk through this, because your experience as a man cannot compare to her experience as a woman. Right. It. It. We, we'd like it to. We want to be sympathetic and everything, but we can't understand it because no. we don't know.
1: No, it's, yeah,
0: um, absolutely. Having said that, there are men who who actually need to walk through the process as well. Absolutely. Uh, because they have participated in in, a, in an act that, that is not a good thing. Right. Uh, and some people have a lot more guilt than others. Yes. You've been listening to uh, Triumph on St. Gabriel Radio. This is a, a discussion between two people who've had an abortion and about God's healing and mercy of, for those people who have an abortion experience in their past. God bless each and every one of you, and peace be with you.